This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. Lines open for you on 0861-987-000. Give us a call. Uh, you also talk to us on uh, X, uh, uh, or rather on WhatsApp, 083-303-7093. And on X, um, at Tabiso Team, or at PowerFM97. Use the hashtag PowerBreakfast. I beg your pardon, by the way, let me just correct uh, what I said there earlier on. The date for voter, the final registration weekend is this coming weekend what happened this weekend is that uh, voters in international uh, or rather outside of a country those wishing to vote um outside of a country were had their opportunity to register and some 18,000 have registered across the world across the world in different countries around the world so i beg your pardon uh, just to correct that the final registration weekend is actually this coming weekend the 3rd and the 4th of uh, February so apologies for that but now let's turn uh, attention to this matter um, which has been in the spotlight uh, following yet another fire um, at a seemingly one of these so-called hijacked uh, buildings but in the aftermath of that uh, larger fire we, we, that happened in the at the Usindisov building uh, downtown in Johannesburg last year, um, which claims the lives of 77 people. The city of Tswani say they are adopting a proactive stance to address the issue of hijacked buildings. Um, the municipality say they're gearing up to employ a forceful legal measures, either through compelling property sales via the judicial system or implementing legal expropriation protocols. Swanee City Council has given the green light to an extensive building program designed to spearhead the inner city regeneration initiatives. Let's speak to the MMC uh, for shared services, for corporate and shared services in Swanee. Kingsley Wakeland, good morning to you and thanks for talking to us. Uh, Good morning to you you and your listeners. Hope you're well. Yes, I'm well, thank you. Let's start firstly with the, um, you know, it's a, it's a, such a contested issue about what exactly is is the definition of a hijacked building. How do you in the city of Twani define what a hijacked building is, and how many of these have you identified within your city? Yeah, uh, Titi, let me just start off by giving a bit of context and background. Um, it is a, a worldwide phenomenon that um, cities and metros are becoming the hotspot of. Um, um, Uh, growing numbers, people moving into the city, obviously for jobs and economic reasons. And to answer your uh, question shortly, we don't know. Uh, And that's the reason why we've taken this position, to find ourselves uh, and identify and engage and to clarify how many of our buildings are actually hijacked uh, by owners and how do we identify that is where owners have abandoned their buildings and uh, people have gone in there, hijacked them, and these syndicates hijacking them, and then making place for um, these people that are coming into the city. It could be foreigners, um, it could be undocumented foreigners, it could be locals, and that are then given small pieces of um, place accommodation to stay, and, and then it becomes completely derelict, and with it comes obviously crime and everything else that comes with it. So that's how we identify that as um, derelict and um, hijacked buildings. <laughs> 
these buildings in, uh, that uh, become that uh, fall into this state, uh, surely they they should be if you know come up on your radar because I imagine that these are not buildings for uh, for which uh, rates and so on and and, and and the other fees due to the to the council are actually being paid. Uh, I don't understand. Just repeat that, Titi. No, I'm saying that surely it should be fairly easy to identify um, these type of buildings to the extent that uh, uh, I can imagine that the owners of these buildings, um, you know, um, actually paying or whoever owns the buildings are up to date and are paying what is due to the municipality in terms of rates and taxes and so forth. Yeah, the one uh, the, the, that's the one side. The other side is the way people have um, not paid rates and taxes, and uh, then left the buildings as is, and then get hijacked. For us to identify that sometimes is difficult because we have actually, as you know, that with any city or metro, uh, we have got multiple departments involved, and sometimes the silo effect is the uh, is the reason why we are difficult to. Uh, to ascertain who's who and where, what's happening with these buildings and what uh, who's taking them, and that's for that reason that we've taken a multidisciplinary approach and a multi-departmental approach, integrating a number of departments from city planning right up to occupational health and safety and and health and TMPD and the likes to consolidate and start identifying and build together a database. We have got confirmation of our own. We've got a few of our own buildings, which is about four or five. But um, the, the the problem we sit with currently is obviously the private buildings and those that actually belong to other organs of state. And what do you what is the plan then? I mean, in terms of uh, how you will go about this, which were which ones would you prioritize? I would imagine it would be easier to deal with those mm. that are owned by government rather than those yeah. being owned by private individuals, because you surely can't just take those over, um, regardless of the state that they may be in. So our plan of action, first and foremost, obviously to uh, put together this uh, committee or working committee that, and we've put it on the highest authority. These people, uh, these, this group of people, a group of committee will work direct under the hospice of the city manager, um, and that's how serious we take it. We obviously would like to start with our own buildings. Uh, we've got about four or five, of which Malhasidik is the, the one that uh, comes to mind. Um, and then, obviously, a part of, a parallel to that, start putting out the team out there to start identifying other buildings. And obviously, we would like to start with our own buildings and obviously organs of state, uh, which is provincial and uh, national government and other um, uh, possibly buildings that belongs to private. But our focus, obviously, as you know, is the inner city in particular. We, we want to make sure the inner city is safe and everybody can come back to the inner city. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you very much uh, for uh, talking to us. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, Titi. That is the MMC for Corporate and Shared Services in the city of Tswane talking about uh, their plans to try and deal or adopt a proactive uh, stance to address the issue of hijacked buildings, which, of course, has been in the spotlight recently, especially with this inquiry that is going on and the admission um, by, of course, uh, a, a, a man who appeared before the commission and admitted to setting that uh, Usindi is building on fire. This is the Power Breakfast. It is half past six. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.